Happy Monday, everybody, to all beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode um, for the on the For the Love of Mustard podcast. I am so excited to be back. It's been about, I feel like, two weeks. Um, and it's, of course, there's always stuff going on in this wonderful life that I live. Um, sometimes I feel like, you know, Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus, to be honest with you, um, or Universal Circus in my household and just our lives. And, and I'm sure I'm not the only one that shares this. I mean, shares that sentiment. You know, I'm sure we all have such busy, busy lives. And um, sometimes it can be a little overwhelming. And then sometimes it's like a joy, you know, just to have um, things to do and, and what you're doing. And it's purposeful and meaningful. And so anyhow, it's been, like I said, a couple of weeks. And I do want to share with you guys that I went to the um, Joyce Meyer Women's Conference this at the end of October, um, was in Tampa, Florida. And that in itself is a testimony. And I, um, hope I'm just, I'm going to share it with you because I hope to encourage you and, you know, always, 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 what am I doing? Always. My desire is to always, um, ignite hope and, um, hope just in the Lord, just because he really does. He's a living God and he truly, truly does care for the things that his children care for. So, um, I'll share a short little story with you and then I'll get into what I want to talk to you guys about today. But before I forget, I hope everybody's having a great day. I hope your weekends were great. I hope that, um, I just hope that life has been extremely good. And if it hasn't, and the journey and the adventure has been a little, uh, like, I don't know, a little crappy that you could, um, see the silver lining in it and you could, or you have taken a piece of it that was good and let that be your sunshine and leave the crap to the crap. Right. So I really, truly hope that everybody's doing well. So for the longest, um, I have, uh, followed Joyce Meyer for a I'd say a long time. If if there's no one evangelist that I have taken, um, I'd say I, I really have taken um, a liking to, it has been Joyce Meyer because she is so extremely real and she's so candid and I relate to everything that she has talked about. Well, I'm going to say everything, but to most things that she talks about and she talks about with herself and how she's grown in God and her attitude and her behaviors and stuff. That's all me. So, um, I've always taken a liking to her and I've always wanted to go to one of her women's conferences. Cause I just, I'm not big on women. <laughs> Let me say this. I'm sorry. All right. Ah, rewind. <laughs> I am one of those females who have more male friends than female friends. I've always been that way. I have five brothers and I have a sister. Um, and I've always had only two good girlfriends on my left and my right. Like, so I'm one of those females. I'm just saying that to say females are just not my thing. All that estrogen can be a bit too much for me. And, um, and so, you know, there've always been times that I felt like I thought like a dude just because I've always been around guys, you know, boys and, or or dudes. So anyway, to be in an environment, to be in one place with a bunch of women has never been my desire. But because I love Joyce Meyer, I've always wanted to go to her conference. So I, um, one of my desires has been after I graduated law school, I told my mom, I said, you know, mommy, we're going to go, you know, we're going to figure it out. 
plan for it. We're going to go to one of her conferences because I know my mom really, really, really wants to go. And I was like, it'll be fine. We'll fly out to Missouri somewhere we've never been. And we're just going to go, you know? So that's the desire. Two thousand After 2016, 2017-ish, we'll go, right? She has it. So that's been the plan. So I uh, was so excited when she came to Charlotte for the very first time in all these years. She came to Charlotte. And so I, we, I decided, you know, to volunteer. And that way, you know, I would serve for us to just be there to attend. I wanted to serve. So my mom and I served. And in our section, we had an opportunity to um, to serve with some other people that uh, like it was like four to five to a section. And one of the females in our section, you know, in the beginning, I was like, oh, our personalities are going to clash because <laughs> she's a little high strung <laughs> and I can be high strung. I don't know that I'm going to, I'm feeling her like that, but I never told her. I just try to work around it. My mom loved her. She was like, oh, she's so hilarious and she's bubbly, whatever the case might be. So anyway, I was like, whatever. Well, you know, it's not about me. It's totally about, you know, being here in this conference and working together. I'm really trying to instill and trying to walk out, you know, the principles of God. So over the course of like 24 hours, the very next day, you know, we started talking and she really, really, really absolutely is very hilarious, very fun, a lot of me. And I think that was just, I just saw, we we gelled more than we clashed. And, um, you know, we ended up becoming, you know, really cool friends or good friends, I would say. And so she was telling my mom and I, interestingly enough, she said, you know what, have you guys ever been to a, a women's conference? And we said, no, I, you know, we've never been, but we have planned to go there. And so she said, listen, I would suggest if you ever go that you, sh- you don't volunteer at least your first time, you know, go and just enjoy and feast on everything that's going on because there's so much going on. You don't want to miss it by, you know, volunteering. And then after that, you know, next time, whatever, then volunteer, but just make sure you attend one where you're not volunteering. So we were like, cool, no problem. This is great. So that was, I think in like last year, November. And, um, we'd always, we kept in contact and around February, March of this year, she calls me and she says, listen, I um, I got tickets to the Joyce Meyer Women's Conference. And for the very first time, you know, it was on the East Coast. It's in Tampa, Florida. But I didn't realize that the end of my year was going to be so busy and I can't go. And so I want to bless you and your mom with these tickets because when I saw that I couldn't go, you guys were the first ones on my heart. So I literally dropped the phone, you guys. I'm so serious. I almost dropped the phone in excitement, but like in shock because that has always, that's just been our, our desire. And within a year's time, who would have thought that the Lord had already planned to send me and my mom there, right? And we didn't have to pay for the tickets. And this particular conference, I really, really, really needed to be at. Like everything that was spoken, I needed every nugget. So there was no mistake in how God blessed us. And I'm just so thankful. And I want to share that because um, it was really an adventure. It was some a crazy moment. I don't travel a whole, whole lot. I used to, but after kids and marriage, you know, sometimes it takes a, like a little bit of a backseat. <laughs> So, um, I hadn't, I hadn't traveled in so long that I, um, I, you know, didn't know if I should go through a hotels.com, Travelocity or whatever. I was like, you know what? Let me go through one of those sites. A lot of people use it. Let me go ahead and go to TripAdvisor and check out some of these places, you know, that are down there. See if I can get a good uh, price for a hotel because everything around the conference is extremely high. And so 
I found a place that was around right around the corner from the Tampa Bay Buccaneer Stadium. You know, really nice. It seemed very decent. All the comments that I saw were very, very, you know, they were very good. They weren't excellent, but they were like good place to stay. You know, I didn't get any anything from it other than I was a little uneasy because I felt like, oh, I think I'm making a bad decision, but you know what? I'm gonna go with it. Well, yes, <laughs> it wasn't the best decision that I made. Um, the hotel that I stayed in was the Tampa Stadium Hotel. Total disaster. Um, it was more like the prostitutions and more hotel. And, um, you know, it was just one of those hotels where whether they're homeless people, well, not not homeless, excuse me, um, whether there are recovering addicts or they are, you know, doing construction, um, a lot of in and out, like very, a lot of transient type of, and though I know I say hotel transient, but a lot of foot traffic in and out um, that did not seem, uh, it just didn't seem, it seemed sketchy, that's what I'm trying to say. It was, it was a very sketchy place and I'm from New York, so I, I can sense something you know, in the city, so you kind of know what type of person, people, and, you know, I grew up in the very, very Lower East Side, so there's things that I could see that's like, wow, this, yeah, I could tell that this is probably not the best place to stay, the cleanest place to stay, but you know what, we're going to make the best of it, whatever the case is, not judging the people, but I can sense that this type of hotel <laughs> wasn't for me and my mother, and so it was, tr- like I said, truly an adventure, and that was actually the theme of this women's conference, it's, um, was about adventures. And so I was, I was, I was taken aback by a lot of it. Um, there was like, it was, the hotel was the only thing on that strip. Um, it looked like it was an abandoned building at first and then they try to fix it up and, you know, make it decent. And then there was like a little strip mall, but that was, um, it was a like a vacant strip mall. So no businesses in there, but people coming in and out of it, you know, so if if human trafficking or sex trafficking is going on there, I wouldn't be surprised because it was just that much going on. I mean, noise at night, partying outside, you know, you felt like I felt like somebody was coming into the room in the middle of the night, which we didn't sleep in the bed just because of the dirty sheets. And, you know, the sheets that we were given, the second pair of sheets we were given because the first sheets were so dirty. Second sheets were looked like it was dried sperm or pee so that type of environment um the environment where you are in you know you're coming in and out of the elevator and everybody that you meet has a has a um a service dog um you know people who just are just they're hopeless looking like nothing is going right in their life you know we actually actually talked to one lady and we prayed for her in the elevator and it was like my heart went out like and she's older than me, but it just seemed like she, everything that she, there was no hope in her. And so again, a, a lot of like, what in the world, where are, what is going on? Like right around the corner from the, from the stadium. But at the same time, it's like, why do I feel like we are the outcasts? Like people are looking at us and staring at us. Like we don't look like them. They don't look like us. And I'm speaking to people and they're like, Hey, I'm like so incredibly happy to be there and not realizing that any, everything around us was just so dark. Anyhow, um, it didn't stop me from speaking. It didn't stop me from being cheerful and joyful. And over the, at least the course of the 24 hours, um, 
even like the the hotel attendant, you know, he would start to speak more. And so I just saw that, you know, again, walking out this light, it really does overshadow. And if it overtakes the darkness, you just gotta, you just gotta stand in it and know that God is with you. And so my heart went out, but the hotel itself, I mean, hadn't been cleaned in, it couldn't have been cleaned in months. I mean, it was, there was mold everywhere in the showers, in the bathrooms, (laughs) just, I had pictures and videos and I was taken aback by a lot of it. And, you know, my, my my main one of my main concerns was that although the people that stay here they may you know not I guess those that are keeping up the hotel may not feel like they deserve a clean place to stay that really angered me that really really bothered me because it was like it doesn't matter who you are what walks of life you're in everyone deserves to be treated the same across the board and um to charge people for something that you're not even keeping up you know just you know, keeping up as far as health department concerns, I was, I was taken aback. But anyhow, we didn't stay. Um, I walked in faith on that one. I was like, I'm just going to go ahead and, and check out a day before. And we did get our money back. Thank God. And, um, sharing this on Facebook, uh, one of my husband's, um, singers has connections to, to Florida. And we were able to stay somewhere else that night, that Friday night into Saturday, um, because it was a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Anyway, and so it all ended up being the best adventure ever. And it was so worth it, regardless of the first night. Um, and even walking in faith saying, if we don't get a hotel to stay, we'll stay in our car that one night because God really is with us, regardless of the fact. So I share all of that, guys, just to say, stay hopeful. You know, you know, just always see the brighter side of it. And, and while you're walking on the line of like sketch, unsketch, share your, you know, just share light, just share because someone else really, really honestly can and needs it. You know, we need it so much, but we can always give it. So that was my week and a half. And so I'm back and I have a, um, I have something I want to share, you know, it's about trash, it's about garbage. Um, and I was, I always have a story, but I was, um, taking out things of, in my, uh, taken out, I'm sorry, um, in my daughter's lunch bag. And I was trying to get her, you know, help her in the morning so she can get her stuff ready for school. And I noticed she had <laughs> trash, right? She had trash in inside of her lunch bag, like little wrappers, wrappers, you know, from the snacks that she ate the day before or whatever, instead of throwing it, you know, in the garbage, she wrapped it up and she you know, very nice and neatly folded it, little cutesy little trash that she folded and stuck inside the mesh part of her lunch bag. And I'm like, I'm like, hey, you know, you, why do you have this trash? And she's like, oh, I forgot to, you know, I just forgot to throw it out when I was in the lunchroom. I didn't have time. And I'm like, what do you mean you didn't have time? Like, the big trash can is right there, <laughs> had in your hand, throw it out. Like, why do you have the trash? And I just, millennials boy I, I don't even know if they're millennials I don't know what I don't know what stage of, she's 14 so I don't really know what group she's in but I'm like good grief Charlie Brown like seriously anyway so as I started to unravel and take all this trash out while she's getting herself ready you know of course the thought comes to mind like huh you know what we do this we all do this people do this we take trash figuratively speaking we fold it up and we stuff it in our back pocket. We stuff it. We stuff it everywhere. We stuff it all around us. The worst place to stuff is we stuff it in our hearts. We stuff it in our minds. We stuff it within us. And 
you know, just to to look at the fact that she didn't see anything wrong with you. She's like, oh, I'll throw it out later. It's like, no, baby, you're going to throw it out now. You don't need the trash. You're carrying it around. And over time, the more you fold up this trash to make it so look so neat and and pretty and, you know, like it's like it's a piece of, you know, like you're wrapping it up like a gift. You know what I mean? Like the more you carry it around, the heavier your bag is going to eventually become. Right now it's real, you know, real tiny, but those little tiny pieces of trash are going to accumulate and they're going to build. So the more I kept thinking about it, the more I'm like, wow, um, much of our lives, I would say, or a good portion of it is filled up with a lot of trash. <laughs> a lot of garbage, like, you know, like garbage. <laughs> like used to, I used to, used to say it growing up, like a lot of garbage, right? And so why do we do that? And, and I have to think like, but why do we do that? Well, we do it, you know, because we're not thinking. We do it because, you know, we have so many things going on. We got to get from point A to point B. And right about now, the easiest thing to do is just keep the trash and we'll throw it out later. But later never comes. You know, later continues to extend itself. You know, one day to four days, from four days to eight days, from eight days now to eight weeks. Eight weeks to eight months, eight months to eight years. Eight years for the rest of our lives. And at that moment, by the time you got to the eighth year or the eighth month, you really don't even know what's plaguing you because you have forgotten that you've been carrying around all this trash, all this garbage, garbage, <laughs> all this basura, like all of it is with you. And you're so like heavy burdened, you're late, you know, you're like, you've got so much on your shoulders. You can't identify where it's coming from, right? But you just don't feel right. You just you feel like, oh, I'm so overwhelmed. Oh, I'm so stressed out. Oh, I'm, you know, I have anxiety issues. Oh my God, I'm depressed. Oh my God. Everything from nothing, no sunlight. Everything is dark. Everything is grim. Everything is just bad, bad, bad. There's no silver lining. There's nothing. Nada. Kaput. You know, like nothing. You have no life. And all the while, because you never took out the, tr- you never took out the trash. You never took it out. You kept it and said, I'm going to do it later. I'm going to do it later. And, you know, so I, you know, I say to you guys today, I encourage you, whatever pieces of trash, whatever pieces of garbage, whatever pieces of filth you have been carrying around, you're going to have to, of course, dig deep because at this point, you suppressed all that garbage so much, it's going to take like a, a, a crane to start digging some of the stuff out. But you you have to. You got to dig every morsel of garbage out and you've got to be able to say why do I have this let me throw this out where did this come from why is it even here um starts start to clean out your life start to clean out that can because all the more while you have filled everything up with garbage in your lives whether it's music whether it's people whether it's um family friends or unfortunately yourself because you a lot of times we can be our, we are our worst critic in so many ways. You know, we've let so many things get to us that we don't even allow ourselves to breathe. Whatever that is, handle it. Start to work on it. Start to pick it apart. It doesn't matter how hard it might be. It doesn't matter how how impossible you may think it is. You have to do it because if you don't do it, you're going to end up dying in it. You know, dying spiritually, emotionally, financially, if you haven't already, mentally, 
just in every area of your life, all it's going to do is continue to break you down until it's completely broken you down. And there is so much life. There is so much that we should be experiencing that is um, more so um, the joys of life. Life is not easy. No, it's not. It's I, We know that, right? And, and, and there's no secret to it. Life is not supposed to be easy. Our walk with God should be easy. But life, never. you know, we never... I don't know. I've never read that it's supposed to be like super duper like easy. No, there's going to be lots of challenges. But with those challenges, you can equip yourself to be able to handle those challenges by, you know, kind of like instilling the principles that God has given us, you know, walking them out when they seem very hard, but you're not alone. You you have the Lord with you. Um, you know, you have his word. It's very, very easy um, to just do it. Don't even think twice about it because it's, you know, if you think about it, it's so easy for us to curse people out. It's so easy for us to get angry. It's so easy for us to do all of the, you know, all of the, I'm going to say all the bad. You know what I'm saying? The fighting, the verbal abuse, the physical, it's so easy for us to go there first. But we always tend to say it's never easy just to say it's okay. It's never easy to love somebody regardless if they're not loving you back. We always say, oh, that's just too hard. It's too hard because you keep saying it's too hard. As easy as it is for you to curse somebody out, you know what? Why don't you flip the switch and why don't you be like, you know what? It's all right. No problem. It's all good. I love you. I love you anyway because I know that I can be a bit of a, you know what, an itch. So because I know I can be there, let me kind of flip the, the script and say, nah, that's all right. I'm going to I'm just going to say to you, go in peace. And I know it sounds like real like, oh, OK, now you're speaking Shakespeare. But seriously, guys, it's not like the more I continue to like take time to really spend, you know, not just reading the Bible because. Reading the Bible is not it. It's really it's really walking it out. The more I spend time, I'll be honest with you, the more things become a lot easier. The burden, the burdens are lifted and the the, the in my life that I find that are burdens, they're much lighter because I'm I'm kind of taking God's word saying, you know what? Enough with the anger. Why don't you replace anger with peace? Take my peace. Take my yoke. It's a lot lighter than yours. You don't have to be like that. You don't have, the more I just walk it out. The more applying it, I can honestly tell you, it doesn't make me a punk. It doesn't make me a sissy. It doesn't make me any of those things. It makes me, it makes me, um, walk in the likeness that God has intended for us to walk in. Right. We were made in his likeness. So we were supposed to enjoy our lives and we're supposed to enjoy them now, regardless of what comes our way, we could still have heaven on earth. We could still enjoy life. And it's important that you enjoy it without all the garbage on your shoulders, in your head, in your ears, you know, in your fingernails, all of that. Like it, we shouldn't live a grimy life. It's That's not the way we're supposed to live. A heavy heart all the time, heart attacks, you know what I'm saying? Like strokes and all of those things. No, it's not supposed to be that way, but it's, it's, it's making a decision to say, hmm, I don't want to live this way. Hmm. I choose peace over over uh, calamity. I choose peace over fighting. I don't want to fight anymore. And if you if you want to do X Y Z, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do A B C. It's just as simple as that. It's making a decision to say no. God gave us peace freely, though. If you know, of course, it's believing that Jesus did come for that reason in your life. Then you can take it, own it, and walk it, and that's it. So today, I you know I I. <clears throat> 
I just really wanted to share that with you because I thought it was so interesting because I could look at the garbage in my life and I could look at to say, my goodness, like I'm caring about around a whole lot. And it is crazy that I never really truly paid attention to it until I saw it. I'm such a visual, you know, I'm visual in a lot of things. But until I saw until that moment when I really do believe that the Lord was was using that trash in my in my daughter's um, lunch bag to show me that's that's a lot of the trash that you carry around, too. Essie, like, you know, let's let's talk about it. You carry that you carry that same pretty wrapped up trash in your heart. And it goes, you know, out of your mouth and your mind is circulating 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And then when you are, you know, you're walking around here with headaches and, you know, you're, you're barking like a dog and you're, you know, have a frow brow all day long. That's not the way I intended for you to live. You chose that because you won't take out, the, you know, you're not taking out the trash. So I share with you guys the same thing. I know I'm not alone. I know that, you know, some of you, you know, that may listen, may say, you know, I've been there, done that. And I, I've learned the same thing, you know, and I, I can too say that it's a lot nicer to walk around just being kind of being nice. It is just, it's a lot nicer. It's a lot easier. Your heart's happy. And eventually it becomes a domino effect, just like at the hotel that first night when instead of me getting angry and pissed off and walking around there saying, you better fix this or what else? Cause that's, that's my Nate. That's the nature that I'm, I'm so used to. I decided to speak to the guys at the front and they were very, very nice. And even though they, you know, they were looking at me like, why are you talking to me? I didn't stop talking. And so when I would come down, I would say, Hey, Anthony, it was one of the guys name was Anthony. He would look and say, hi. And it looked, I looked at him and he looked at me, he smiled. And I'm like, wow, that only took, I don't know. 30 minutes consistently talking to him. I'm sure he was like, if this lady doesn't leave me alone, seriously, <laughs> I can be a, a bit, I can be a little persistent, but because I, I wanted to share, you know, like it, it, it was gloom and doom for him and for the other ones that I've met. I'm like, but it doesn't have to be like we're in Tampa. It's sunny outside. It's hot as all get out. So why are you not smiling? You just got to work. What's up? No, the life life sucks sometimes. Okay, so what? That's nothing new. I mean, we knew this already. So stop acting. Be be happy. And over time, the domino effect started, right? And other people started talking. And other people started smiling, even with their service animals. So that's the same thing that you should be doing. We should all do. And let that ignite everything else around us. And not those things that are around us that are a bunch of garbage cause us to start to act like garbage and smell like, you know, Oscar the Grouch. That's what I felt like. I, it was like an, a Sesame Street moment, like very Oscar the Grouchy. I hate, I despise Oscar the Grouch. I seriously did. Like on Sesame Street, I loved everybody else, but Oscar was like, ill. why does he even have to come out the garbage? Like, why does he even have to come out and pop out? You know what I mean? I don't know if you guys felt like that, but I did. And that's how I see it. And like, I don't want to be an Oscar the Grouch, Grouchette. I don't. He was nasty. He was like disheveled. It was just, he was garbage. So close the can, dump your garbage, put it out to the side of the street or put it in your incinerator, let it burn. Okay. And let the garbage man take it out and keep removing the garbage from your life on a daily basis, daily, minute by minute. If, if there's something that comes in your heart that you know ain't right, immediately get it. But like, look, you know what? That's not, I don't want that. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. I'm at, it's out. Out of here. And move it on. Move on. Replace it with something good. Replace it with the word. So I'm going to leave you with 
You know, I talked a little long. This is what happens when you, <laughs> this is what tends to happen when you don't come on like weekly, like I'm supposed to. Um, but I wanted to leave you guys with a scripture that two scriptures, actually two areas in, in the Bible that you can read and just kind of utilize that if you need to utilize this, this word to, um, to fill into your heart as you take garbage out and you want to put all the, the spices and the jewels and all the good stuff on the inside, right? You want to, you want to let God dig that stuff out of you. And it's going to be very difficult at first because you're so used to one way. You're used to a certain, um, response, you know, how you auto, your auto responses are. It might be like mine, like, Spitfire back like dragon s you know and then and it doesn't have to be so ephesians 4 uh 25 start off at 25 no 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 i'm sorry ephesians 4 29 chapter 4 verse 29 do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs that it may benefit those who listen and do not grieve the holy spirit of god with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption Get rid of now. Now this is verse thirty-one, guys. Like this is it right here. This is a big one for me. Get rid of all bitterness, all rage, and all anger. And I'm putting all in front of each word because it's not some of it. It's not a third of it. It's not half of it. It is A L L capital A L L A double L A double L. Get rid of all bitterness, all rage, all anger, all brawling, all slander along with every form of malice. 32, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ God forgave you. Okay, so that is um, Ephesians chapter four, starting at verse 29, all the way down to 32. Okay, so now I'm gonna go on to Colossians chapter three, and I'm gonna start off at verse... um, I'm going to start at verse five. I think verse five. Yeah, verse five. So it says, um, put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires and greed, which is idolatry. Um, Because of these, the wrath of God is coming. Something he absolutely does not like. It sounds like he despises it. Um, And actually he does, right? Because it's saying he, you know, the wrath of God is coming for all of these things, greed, idolatry, immorality, impurity. But verse six, because of these, I'm sorry, verse six was because of these, the wrath of God is coming. Verse seven, you used to walk in these ways in the life you once lived, but now you must rid yourselves of all such things as these. Let me read that again. Colossians 3. Um, chapter three, verses eight, verse eight is, but now you must rid yourselves of all such things as these anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Do not lie to each other since you have taken off your old self with its practices and I've put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. Um, so, and that was, that went all the way up to verse 10. Um, and I want to go down to verse 12, where it says, therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. (laughs) Bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. 
Mm -hmm. Forgive as the Lord forgave you and over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Um, So and that was that was Colossians 3, 12, all the way down to 14 that I just read. So essentially those pieces of trash, garbage, basura, anger, malice, filthy communication, um, slander. Um, you know, blasphemous language, like I'm, I'm putting in the word blasphemous, but brawling, all of the things that are like grimy. The, and when I think of those words, they're just grimy words, you know, um, Oscar the Grouch, nasty trash, nasty garbage. But we should be putting in and putting on compassion, kindness, love, forgiving each other. I know forgive us a very... Don't give me forgiving. Wow. You want me to forgive somebody who's done something so wrong. But if you think about it, we have done so many, many um, malicious things. We've done so many malicious things to so many people, most importantly to God. And we are forgiven when we ask for forgiveness. Um, if you've given your heart to Christ, that is a promise that he has that he in a covenant that he will not break. If you come to him with a with a heart, a broken heart, and you ask for forgiveness of the sins in which you've committed, and the heart to not want to do it again, he will forgive you and remember it no more. And expects for us to do the very same thing for others. Um, you know. So I know that was. I mean, it's it's it seems like it's impossible, but it's not impossible. It's totally possible. Um, you can be hurt. But you can forgive. You know, you can forgive. It's, it is attainable. We've hurt God from the beginning of time. So he knows how it feels to be hurt. But he forgives. And I believe he forgives. So essentially, I say again to say this, and I'm going to say it like a broken record. Get rid of the garbage. Get rid of it. It ain't not to say you have to do it all overnight. No. But being honest and transparent and candid with God first. He is the one that you need to be honest and transparent with first, right? And really get to a place where you believe this is, you know that you need this for yourself. You need it for yourself more than anybody else. And as you walk that walk and ask for him to help you, he will, you're, well, one, I mean, hopefully that you've given your heart to him, but if you haven't given your heart to him and that's something that you are saying, you know what, what, what will it hurt to lose for me to give my heart to Christ? You just, Open your mouth and your heart and say, God, come into my heart, into my life, save me. He will do it. And then you can begin this, this cleansing process with him. The life that he wanted you to live, you can live it on earth. Doesn't matter what's going on around you, but what's going on in you is, is, is greater than what's going on around you. So keep that in mind, guys. Hope, hope, hope. Walk it out. We're not, you're not alone. We're doing it together. And hopefully we can ignite each other so much so that we will be that shining bright light that we're supposed to be the light you know on the top of a hill you know the the city on top of a hill that lights up the city we're supposed to be that and you know I, I would leave you with today you know let your light shine even if you fall flat on your face on the concrete and you split your face open in like a thousand pieces you know peel it all off the concrete okay Get up, dust yourself off, ask God to forgive you. Really, if you are really wanting to be forgiven, though, don't just say to say, don't give mouth service. It should come from your heart. And he knows your heart better than anybody else. So don't try to trick him because he can't be tricked. You know what I mean? But 
Pick it, pick yourself up. No guilt, no shame. Ask God to come into your heart, forgive you. And keep walking and, and let that light shine. And the only way going to let that light shine is if you really start to take God's word and really, really start to speak it out of your mouth so your ears can hear it, so you can be, you can do it. If you have to look crazy like me when I have to recite scriptures out loud, not screaming out loud, but to myself out loud, because I want to make sure, God, I want you to get the glory. I want to be able to walk it out. The more you do it, the easier it becomes. It becomes your, your, it becomes your new nature. Literally, the old nature, though, how you respond, your auto responses, they get shut off completely if you are taking God's word and if you're doing it the way we're supposed to. So um, you're not alone. Let your light shine. God is with you. He loves you more than anything. And I truly, truly hope that um, those of you that listen to this um, can relate. But if you cannot relate, if there's someone in your life that you know is struggling with this, with trash in your life, and you know, you're like... I love them to heart, but they are just too much for me. Pray for them. Pray for them that they will be able to see that they want something different, that they need a change. And pray for them that God will help them start to remove, you know, get rid of the trash, not on their own, not in their own strength with God's help, you know? And we all have a little bit of garbage that we can take out. Actually, every day when nobody's perfect in this world. So um, even if you say that you're not at that place, trust and believe i i truly believe <laughs> there's still some trash that you can you can toss out and sometimes it is reality tv shows sometimes it's um which i think is a bunch of trash um reality tv shows or um what's on the internet it's just kind of there's so there's no standards anymore that it it makes it really hard to even want to listen to the stuff that goes on social media. Everybody's face is plastic and blown up like a hot air balloon. It's really annoying. So I know that for me personally, that's a lot of trash, a lot of garbage. The music that we listen to, I loved rap growing up. Rap that was like Run DMC, Cool and the Gang, um, that type of rap. Even, you know, newer, but the newer age stuff that I don't know what you're saying. Rapping about stuff that's stupid. I, it's just like, no. You know what I mean? Like, wholesome music is just, it's almost like it's gone out of the window. And people could just get up here and just sing about their cell phones. And so it becomes really, it's just, it's, it's, it's useless. So whether it's your music or it's the shows that you watch or, like I said, a lot of other things. I mean, we can we can point to a lot of different things um, that's filling up our life that is not causing us or it's it's not... It's not benefiting us. It's only taken away from us. So I think that was everything that I wanted to say. And of course, you know, I, I, I always do this. I'm doing it from my heart and doing it with love. And I just hope and pray that you guys have a great rest of the week. I will be back on here, hopefully and prayfully, before the before the week's end um, with something else that pops up in my heart. And I will also be back on here, hopefully with a, um, another episode with Mission Legal uh, Law in a Nutshell. And um, anyhow, I hope the best for each of each and every one of you. And thank you for listening. Thank you for patronizing me on this 40 minute <laughs> podcast. I just had to get this all off my chest. And again, ciao for now. Love and peace.